Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And Adam has failed me. He did not see little women. I feel like this is the conversation like Palpatine has. (laughs) You have failed me for the last time, Apprentice. (laughs) Sadly, I was about to say for the last time, Apprentice. But anyway. See? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you spend that much time, like, I mean, they say like, after people spend so much time, like, with their pets and stuff, they like looking at each other. I'd say after after the course of 20 years, eventually, like, our brains have, like, yes. synced on some <laughs> some level so that, like, le- legitimately probably could often finish, finish one another's sentences. Yes. There was a sync uh, at another workplace of mine where I show up and she said, did you text me about such and such? And I said, well, here's the thing. I thought I need to send her this text. And in my mind, I thought I did it. So I'll be honest. I don't know if I did or not. That happens to me sometimes. I had not. And yet she already knew. I got, I'll get curious and just be like, why did they not respond to me? (laughs) And then I'll just be like, you sent the text in your head. Yeah. You you wrote it out. You composed it like you checked for grammatic errors. And and then, and then you never did it. But your brain was like, we're got guys. We got it. We're good. Done. We're good. So, instead of seeing Little Women, uh, you saw... Uncut Gems and Bombshell. Ooh, you really went out of your way to avoid it. I see. Well, (laughs) now, the stipulate... I I was trying to get Lauren to see it with me, my daughter. that wasn't the stipulation. Because because she is a... Little woman. A little woman. I see. And oftentimes, I I don't always have things that we... you are a pretty, pretty princess yourself. I oftentimes... Oftentimes, I've, I've played one on television, and, and mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like one. So let's start with Adam Sandler. Um, for for those of you that have kind of been baptized in that, you know, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, like I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, the the second longest yard, not the well, I guess he's in both of them. Yeah, I guess not the not the one that you're you're immediately like thinking of, or the should. one with Burt Reynolds. Right. Well, but again, which he wasn't they, in at all. They both have Burt Reynolds. Uh, well. Burt Reynolds is in the. I know, uh, I know. Just say, mm. just just a different film. Um, if this is the Adam Sandler that you go into this film looking for, you are just going to be confused. Like, there's none of that. Oh, shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> like this I'm is crazy spoonhead like, man. This is not that. It's not Canteen Boy. Like this is as far from Adam Sandler as I would say ninety percent of the population like is used to and pr- like unless you saw punch drunk love which or, i really didn't like at all or rain over me but i'm saying, like the performance that again right. whether no. or not whether or not you enjoyed the film like itself punch drunk love, but i liked i really liked the remote one click right, i like the spanish one but that one's not much of a i, I would yeah. still call that a comedy it has dramatic oh, elements it has to it walking yeah uh, but yes i I don't know if you've ever come across in our talking about Adam Sandler. I do think he's a fine actor. I think that most of the films, well, there is there is a talent to being able to act in his films. There's a certain level right, that you have to be able to pull off that he does beautifully. But I have seen him in other things. Uh, I really loved The Cobbler. I, I understand but, why he does those films. So this films. is his Robin Williams' Razor's Edge or, or like his, uh, what I'm was sorry, it? One Bill hour Murray. Photo. Bill Murray did Razor's Edge. Yeah, and One Hour it's, Photo with Robin Williams. This is like, the the fact is like the guy actually does have dramatic yes. chops. Now, people won't show up in droves to watch him do that. But mm-hmm. maybe, 
as a performer, sometimes he's like, I need to fulfill myself in some artistic way. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. Those goofy Netflix movies that I did Mm -hmm. are not fulfilling me in any artistic way. Now, they are padding my bank account. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rob Schneider's and David Spade's and literally anyone that I've met over the course of the last 25 years. This is not that film. First of all, is it a good film? Is it a good story? Now, you you really kind of have to be in the correct mindset. Like, again, it, it's not one of those like happy, happy-go-lucky or films that make you chuckle. Um, he He is kind of an unsavory character what is the story because i don't know it at he all. is a a uh a jewel a jeweler mm-hmm. and like he he occasionally deals with like celebrities like uh, kevin garnett mm-hmm. is in the movie he's got a guy that'll try to bring in like kind of higher-end dealers now there, there's a safe that he tells people that like oh yeah i'll keep it in there i'll keep it and they're like oh it's collateral can you put that in there like for example at one point kevin garnett has one of the championship rings mm-hmm. and he's like oh well if you're going to take that out i've got to have some kind of collateral that thing's worth at least a cool million Mm -hmm. so as soon as he leaves with this he goes out and like pawns the ring and then he pays off like his bookie Mm -hmm. like with it and he places some bets and like more or less like he just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper like Mm -hmm. into this thing to the point that like people that he needs to be giving the money to or showing up at like his his kids recitals mm-hmm. and stuff like uh, he has to call his wife from his uh, his cell phone to say, hey, can you can you come unlock the trunk? Because they've stripped him and thrown him in his trunk mm-hmm. um, all, all the while, like basically just threatening his life. It's like you've got until this time to do this. And and they're not, and again, they're not doing it. You've got this amount of time to do this or you're going to get hurt. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> like, it's not that, like, I mean, it's. That'd be funny. It's basically like, all right, Martin Scorsese likes to use, like, uh, Irishmen mm-hmm. or uh, he, there's a, there's a certain kind of wheelhouse. Yes. That he deals in. Like, Italy also, like, likes to be around that. Basically, this is like if he directed a film and it involved like the Jewish mob mm-hmm. because uh, Adam Sandler is, is yes. Well, Sandler's not in the Jewish mob, but he is Jewish. I know that. Okay. That's um, I, really kind of paints it like there is like, I don't know. I just a, don't know. I'd never heard of one. I'm, I, I like I, saying Yakuza. I'm, I'm predominantly from like middle Tennessee and I've never had any experiences with any of the mobs besides what I see in like, you know, Francis Ford Coppola movies, yeah. Martin Scorsese movies, so on and yeah, so forth. Who's to say? Anyway, so this is about a guy with a gambling problem. He's got and... all kinds of problems. Gambling of which seems like the worst. Like okay. he he cheats on his wife. Like he doesn't really pay attention. This is not a savory character. Like I said, th- and this is not a guy that you really ever get the feeling that he really wants to be redeemed. So he's a guy, a character that you can't really get behind because you don't really like him. It's like a, the you've got like your redemption arcs. Like you'll yes. you'll have a character that starts out in a really bad place, but they don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. This is not that guy. Okay. Like he, the performance is excellent. Like Sandler is is acting his tail off. Like if he, I I can't remember if he got a Golden Globe nomination for it, but like this is the kind of thing that like the Academy mm-hmm. or different like or you know like whatever you're talking about the Screen Actors Guild, whomever. This is the kind of stuff that they do like to 
award, especially when you've got a person that is very much like in a certain uh, category, mm-hmm. if you will. What, seeing them go outside of that, kind of like when Eddie Murphy did Dream Girls, but mm-hmm. unfortunately he then immediately followed it up with Norbit. And they were just like, wait, weren't you just trying a second ago? They're mm-hmm. like, why did you do Norbit? Because of all the money. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I can't again, blame him. I, I get it. I Listen, I do a, a Norbit trilogy. You paid me enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't make it through the movie, but I'm going to tell you right now, you pay me Eddie Murphy money? Yeah. Make oh, yeah. all the Norbit movies you want. Yeah. So, were you satisfied with how the story wrapped up? Yes. So, dramatically as a whole, it was an, an excellent dramatic story. Narrative, yeah. narratively, there's nothing wrong with this movie. But again, okay. it's 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 one of those movies that like just so many bad things are happening, and mm-hmm. you've got this unredeemable character. Like it's it's interesting to watch, and like you're not like, oh well, that's a plot hole or that doesn't right. make sense. But it's just. Nothing good is going on, and unless you're a person that just wants to keep your head in that kind of space, it's kind of difficult to watch, especially from somebody like that is also the voice of one of the characters from Hotel Transylvania. Okay, I'm just saying, like that—that's the Adam Sandler I'm used to, and like it's almost like like a shell shock watching like the voice of Dracula in Hotel Transylvania doing all this stuff, and you're like, but wait, what? Well, I'm glad that it is getting critical acclaim because he can act. And even though we like to make fun of his movies, we will we always are ready to work for Mr. Sandler at any time. Shia LaBeouf, who I also do not have a grand well, appreciation for. No. Oh. But I'm saying like when he did Peanut Butter Falcon, even I can recognize a good performance mm-hmm. from an actor that I don't like. Mm-hmm. And Sandler... While I don't enjoy most of his movies, but we enjoy him, I will reckon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I will recognize he is giving a a fantastic performance in this movie. It's a it's a little bit of a a, a difficult pill to swallow sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like Sandler is giving a really good performance in a film that doesn't have a lot of redemption or happiness or or catharsis like mm. in it. But I mean, like I said, that it, it is what it is, I guess. But Sandler is excellent in the movie. And narratively, like I said, the film is fulfilling in that way. But I, if, you're, if you're slightly depressed or maybe like you, you, need, you need happy feelings, you should pick a different movie. You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about movies in the theater. And you also saw Bombshell. Which has three blonde bombshells in it. Which, which is probably where they're, they're getting the name from. Yeah, I'm I would thinking. guess. Interestingly enough, this is from director Jay Roach. Do you know why that name is significant for any reason? I do. And for those of you that don't, he directed all three of the Austin Powers movies. Just a strange bit of like watching a director that, I, and I enjoyed at least the yeah, first baby. one. Yeah, baby. I enjoyed the first. Yeah, the first one. Austin Powers I thought was just delightful. The, the other two I think are very hit or miss. There's parts of them that I enjoy, yeah. but like for the most part, those movies are kind of nonsense. Yes. To see a director go from that, and I mean he's done other. I think he also did the the Meet the Fockers movies. He did uh, Mystery Alaska. He's done a lot of stuff, but I would say primarily, mm-hmm. probably the most popular films he has done are either going to be like the Ben Stiller, Meet the Fokker movies, mm-hmm. or the Austin Powers movies. Um, and this film is light years away from those films. I see. So, uh, 
Um, I I will I will say this if you, if you're not aware of like the the subject matter of the film, if you're one of those people that think Fox News is fair and balanced, this is on the other end of the spectrum. Like <laughs> as much as much as that, and it it it's about like a lot of the goings on at Fox News. Okay. So just keep in mind, like if so, you, is this a, like um, raccoon news or no? Okay. No, Fox. no, no, no. <laughs> Fox. Uh, side note: Fox News does not actually cover a lot of news about foxes. It's not like, well, fox hunting season is open. We're over here in England, and but imagine uh, if it did. I think it would. It would have been a very different film, a considerably different film. <laughs> um, the film is a, a lot about. You're dealing um, with a lot of uh, sexual harassment, like inappropriate. Um, conduct in the workplace. Um, really, by the time the movie was over, I felt bad about being a white male. Uh, like, I was just like, white males are jerks. They're scumbags. I, I hate them. Let's get rid of them all. And then I'm like, wait. Oh, so this isn't not just like Fox News. This is... This is about. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I thought you were... Never mind. No, it wasn't like a stand-in for it. Like, yes, this, this, this is... is based on a true story. Okay, that's, right. that's what I'm saying. Well... Um, it's, it's made money. <laughs> it's certainly made money. Um, I mean, it's got a very impressive cast, like a ridiculous cast, honestly. Like, and I'm not just talking about like the three leads. I mean, honestly, even most of the bit parts, mm-hmm. you're sitting there going, wow, um, the deck is stacked here. I think, yeah, worldwide it's made over 25 million. And it seems to me, I'm guessing this is more of a... A quieter movie. Yes. So yeah, there's not a whole lot of explosions for that. Like, honest to goodness, like I, I can't imagine a world in in which this film cost over seventy million. Mm-hmm. Like it, like I said, there's there's not a lot of car. There's no car chases. No. Like there's cars, but there are no, chases. no chases. Like nobody is shooting from those cars. Like there are helicopters, but they're dropping off rich people on helipads. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not shooting from them. They don't have like mini guns attached to them or anything like that. So Michael Bay was nowhere near this movie. I have so much to say on our other podcast. Anyway, uh, did you did you like it? I mean, I well, other than the fact that you felt dirty, that that I hated all white men. Yes, like I I couldn't stand it, and I I all the ones I had problems from were white ones. Now that I think about it, I'm just I'm pointing out like at the end of the day, like this is. This is definitely going to, and it's not really even a like a feminist agenda agenda because most of the stuff that they're accusing the the terrible white males of it, like they're spot on, like mm-hmm. they they definitively did. It's not a miscommunication. Like it was just pe- people being scumbags that have power and they're getting things that they want that like is really inappropriate. Like especially in in a workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, the the film itself, like I said, it it's about as far right. As Fox goes, this film goes to the immediate left. So if if you are one of those that's going to fall on the right side of that, you should avoid this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have a lot of positive things to say about Fox News when it's not talking about white males. Like it takes a lot of shots at them. Um, and this film will just make you uncomfortable and probably angry. If, on the other hand, you're on the left side of that conversation. You will probably enjoy the movie, um, the the film Vice that had uh, Christian Bale roughly mm-hmm. uh, a year ago, roughly this time. If you saw that movie and it made you angry, you should not see this movie. 
you saw that movie and you were like, yay raw on that movie, you should probably watch Bombshell. Okay. That's a great way of explaining it. So uh, next week, um, Little Women and what? We, the, li- the Little the Little Women little, and... Little, not cats, please. Please not cats. I told you I'm not going to make you see cats unless I'm with you because that will be just delightful. We, we do not need to make that scheduling work then. <sighs> we, we need to let that thing go away. But I, I am pushing you toward Little Women because apparently it's Oscar worthy and is supposed to be a big, fat, hairy deal. So, and there's a change in it, and I've already read about it anyway. That, I end. need to see that on the DVD jacket. It's a big, fat, hairy deal. <laughs> yeah, little woman. I mean, it's, usually you and I are very critical of things, but I'm going to tell you right now, like... The big, fat, hairy deal. The, like, <laughs> parental guidance suggested, this, this film's a big, fat, hairy deal. Yay, raw Oscar. Boo-rah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you need to see that. And I don't think anything's coming out. Is there... It's, I mean... Oh, it's, wait a minute. What's coming? What's coming? Is RDJ. Oh, in uh, Do Little. Dr. Do Little. Now, I don't think it's a musical. I'm, I'm wondering this about it because I've, I've watched like some of the previews and like I don't think he's done a non-Iron Man role probably since The Judge. I was going to say Chaplin, but okay. I want to say – that's – I, th- I think he's done some stuff since then. Right, like he there. was in the stupid Tim Allen dog movie like ah. after – at least after that. Um does this not feel like a film that originally Disney intended to put Johnny Depp in, but then like Johnny Depp mm. like started experiencing some like legal woes and like controversial things, and they're just like, all right, who else do we have on the payroll that can do like weird things but isn't Johnny Depp? And they're like, Rip, Rip River Phoenix, and they're like, no, 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 he would have been here. Uh, no, who who else do we have? And they're like, what's Robert doing? And they're like, well, nothing. End game. In game, just yeah. So he's good. Hey, Robert, do you want to make another cool like couple mil? And he's like, "Uh, why not? I mean, I've got, I'm, I'm good since, uh, since that, uh, that, that Avengers movie. But uh, (laughs) if you want to, like, it just, it feels like the Depp weird. But like for they, for some reason, like they did some like analyzing or like some testing, and they're just like, oh, we can't hire Johnny Depp. He's he's weird. But now he's like not the good weird. Yeah, and I don't think you have to wear a hat to be Dr. Doolittle in this. And, and you know, Depp, is, he needs his hats. Well, De- like, I, I'm I'm pretty certain in all of his films, that was part of his payments. He's yeah. just like, I'll get to keep all the, the ready gray <laughs> the, the hats. And they're just like, all right, what about what about all those scarves you're wearing? And he's like, oh, this is, yeah, yeah, we'll keep them too. Why not? Well, I'm, I'm 50. That's is normal for a man to wear all these scarves when he's in his 50. I loved Dr. Doolittle, and I'm talking about the Rex Harrison. Not the Eddie Murphy. Doctor, I, I liked that. but It's a very different. It is quite different. And I thought, because I know this is a very strong memory for me. I don't have any memories of my entire family going to a movie except for that one. And we had to go to the base, because military. We went to the base to see this movie. And I remember the giant snail, and I just and I watched it over and over and over. Interesting, worthless side note: the toy merchandise that was tied into Doctor Doolittle mm-hmm. is the reason why there's no Baby Yoda. Why 20th century like Fox just didn't care about the toy rights to Star Wars? Mm. 
They're like, we took a bath on that. And George Lucas is like, well, give me the toy rights and the sequel rights. And they're like, nobody wants nobody wants to see a sequel to your stupid space wizard movie. And they don't want to play with toys from your stupid space wizard movie. Yeah, we're, 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 still, we're, we're still in the red because of stupid Dr. Doolittle. Fine. Here, take the rights to it, George Lucas. Yes. So I'm just I'm just saying, like, anytime you you you're you're sad about 20th century getting 20th century Fox getting sold to Disney and basically having to go belly up, you can blame Doctor Doolittle. But as a child, the thought of being able to talk to animals was just yes. Or or be able to talk to fair ladies. Yes, I mean, sign me up. I just the rain on the plane. Yes, I was. All about that. Now, this Dr. Doolittle has a lot at stake. $175 million to produce it. That seems like a lot of a money. A lot to me. of money. Uh, well, you know, you had to have all the animal handlers. Oh, that's right. They're all digital. So I don't know. I think $170 million went to RDJ, and this is the five is the rest of the film. Now, to be fair, though, like in his non iron roles, like he's not as bankable like i i know the last film he did made like like two billion and some change mm-hmm. but he's not playing tony stark in this movie but what if he was okay listen if he was <laughs> like if for some reason like dr doolittle had to team up with with tony stark like i am in and so is the rest of america however they if if they if they're sitting on that surprise i'm just saying we don't know about it you want your your opening weekend to look better, because I mean, obviously you you can get Tony Stark mm-hmm. in that movie if you want it. I like how we're reviewing a movie not even out. Uh, I would like to add, and I don't know if you've seen this, so I am excited to see it because it is a Doctor Doolittle film, right. and it has RDJ in it, and I like the way he moves his hat in the trailer. However, I am the hat does not make do anything that noise for, you. for anybody. <laughs> For anybody that hasn't seen that trailer, it, it does not. It doesn't make the pop-up video sound. However, it causes me some concern, way deep down in my movie-watching soul, when almost every picture of it is RDJ looking. There are many different photos of him, like. There are so many animals in this picture. Why? Why yes. am I not? Why am I not the central? And he like looks poster? surprised, like, mm. and that's like all the promotional photos. It's not just this photo over and over. It's I every, mean, there are are several different ones, and but that, they all of them take like that basic yes. structure. You know, right. his eye, and I don't mind looking at him with his eyebrows raised, and he's kind of leaning on his hand, like, "What are you gonna do?" Uh, but it worries me. That that's all the photos I'm seeing, and I, I, I hope that that's just. Well, I mean, put that away. Okay, from a professional standpoint, like mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. was he nominated or did he win for the Oscar? Uh, I, I okay, let's let's say it's just a nomination, but mm-hmm. I like that in and of itself is a pretty large achievement. He also is the star of the highest grossing film of all time. That is very oh. very unlikely to be topped anytime soon. I'm saying like. Maybe he's a little bit bored right now. Okay, I clearly was not uh, really up on Doolittle. I think because the trailer didn't show me that much. Mm-hmm. I think I saw like a 30-second trailer, and sure. it was enough. Animals, Robert Downey Jr., I'm going to see it regardless. I mean, that's, yeah. But there are a few other names in it that you may recognize. Uh, Tom Holland, 
Emma Thompson, Shalina Gomez, Rafe Fiennes, John Cena, bum, 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 bum. Remy Malik. Is it? Wait, is it John Cena's voice or like is he going in like like throwing Antonio animal? Banderas, uh, Octavia Spencer? Is I he mean, going in power bombing animals and stuff? Basically, if you didn't have a name of some sort before before Doolittle, they weren't even going to look at you. They're like we're, hey, we're doing what, A and B listers only. What have what 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 have you achieved professionally? What, what have you been nominated for? You Is can it, well, be I was, in this movie. I was Voldemort in the Harry Potter. Films but what else? I, I was also in Schindler's List. But what in, else? I have an Oscar. That I, I'm one of the greatest. But actors. what? It's in the English Patient. It was a very long <laughs> film that made made lots of people want to fall asleep. <laughs> Anyway, so Doolittle is coming out. I want to say the seventeenth ish. It's, it's mid. And you know, you know what else comes out this month? What? Oh hell no! <gasps> bad boys for Three. life. Oh, for, for life. life. That's what for, I mean. It's bad boys for life. For life. I think it's for life. For but, life. But I guarantee you, if they okay. ever say it in the film, it's going to be pronounced for life. For life. All right. So two things to look forward to. Three actually. Little women. Cats. If you're bad. <laughs> and, Cats, if and, you're not any, anybody that that has spent any time with me knows that that will come to pass. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen, and I'm Adam Cravens.